Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hank McCoy. Hank McCoy. Hank McCoy. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the PHNX Sons podcast. Today, we're doing something a little special. We're having a Valley Voices episode. My, I'm Lindsay, that's Flex, and on the end, that's Espo. And joining us, our special guest, Brandon Condren, aka Sons Geek on Twitter and YouTube. Brandon, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for bringing me here. This is overwhelming, but in the best way. <laughs> and good to meet all three of you finally in, in person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, we've done a couple shows, but it was virtual, obviously, so... Yeah. Honored. I'm very honored to be here. I'm hurt. I thought Lindsay was giving this nice recognition that I'm back. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's just By the way, everybody, Espo's back. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, welcome. Glad to have you here. Uh, you. And then looking forward to it. So. Yeah, Absolutely. we're going to talk a lot of Suns basketball today. But I guess um, since we had a huge introduction for Suns Geek, we should throw a bone to Espo. Espo's out of jail, everybody. <laughs> I, Jacob, out of jail. Jacob bailed him out. No, I wasn't and he Jacob. Is back was, at work. Thank Emma goodness. actually came down and bailed me out. It was uh, very nice of her. Uh, and funny enough, I did get arrested in Chicago while I was doing work for CHGO. So, oh, we'll see. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, Lesson learned. That's what you get for going there. Well, you know, I'm going back. This is just a temporary <laughs> stop so I could get my stuff and let my family know that's where I'm moving. And, oh, okay. Uh, going back there, I so. see. I Big see. bail, too, like a mill, right? Was your bail? Oh, it was yeah. more than that. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> Put the whole house up for that okay. one. Okay. Right. Well, I put I put your house up. <laughs> Best of luck to you, Espo. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get into it. Obviously, the Phoenix Suns had their first preseason game of the 2023-24 NBA season. Yesterday, they beat the Detroit Pistons. Let's talk some of our biggest takeaways. Brandon, Espo, you two were not on our post-game show yesterday, so I'll have you guys start. Biggest takeaways. This is gonna be fun. That's my biggest takeaway. It's it's there's going to be a few learning curves here and there, and obviously no team is perfect. Every team's flawed in in some areas, but it's going to be a lot of fun. If that first quarter wasn't a teaser trailer to what we're going to get, like I don't know how else to analyze it or bring it up. That this is going to be a lot of fun. I vehemently disagree. Uh, there are teams that are perfect, and this may be one. <laughs> no, uh, look, a, a couple things. Caught me off guard, uh, a few in a pleasant way. I thought, obviously, Grayson Allen uh, in one preseason game, I think, started to earn the trust of certain Suns fans who may have been uh, questionable yes. about uh, his uh, him being here. I heard what Gerald's quote was yesterday. I won't repeat it for fear of being censored. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, it's good to see uh, him come out and play the way that we hoped. There, that's That's exciting because... If he is either that fifth starter or a sixth man off the bench with Eric Gordon, uh, this is is going to be a very interesting season if he plays with the potential that we saw last night uh, or yesterday afternoon. I also was surprised he and, and Eric Gordon were the first two off the bench together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't. 
I thought maybe it would be others, but so I was surprised uh, with that uh, rotationally. You know, but when you when you really sit back and think about it and all the rumors that we were hearing about how Grayson Allen was targeted, <laughs> well, not even rumors, they told us that on Media Day straight up, yeah. that they targeted him and that he was a big part of this trade that actually pushed it through for the Suns. It's not as surprising. Yeah. I think it might be surprising because none of us really expected Grayson Allen to be involved whatsoever. But it seems like from the Sun side of things, they were really high on him. Yeah. I And, you know, the other thing that caught me off guard was KBD not getting in right away. Yeah. yeah. Like, I oh, thought yeah. for sure we've we've had this mental construct that this fifth starter spot is him or a Kogi. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I thought we'd see a lot more of him and, and earlier on than, than we did. Uh, so that kind of that caught me off guard because I, I really expected that to be kind of a showcase yesterday with the Kogi getting the start. Uh, so that that surprised me uh, as well. And then Nurkic's fouls I thought were quite frankly crap. Uh, the, yeah. the the moving the moving screens were not moving screens. Hey, there's not a real great definition of what a moving screen in the NBA right. is if you've ever read the rules, but those were pretty You can't weak. touch anybody in the NBA anymore. It's an automatic foul like this foul. Yeah. Well, I feel like in preseason, too, they're always a little bit harder on everything, yeah. right? Because that's where they test some things out. They sort of set the boundaries, if you will, and then they loosen up as yeah. the season goes I would goes wonder on. if this was a point of emphasis. We always hear yeah. point of emphasis with these, or point of education, I think. They yeah. yeah. You know, it's another thing. Uh, people were talking about the four fouls, mm-hmm. and Guys, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Like, first of all, I thought they were real tacky fouls. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. Somebody went to Nurk and was like, bro, you're playing 12 minutes. <laughs> and then you can go back in the That's locker true. room, shower, and chill on the bench for the rest of the that game. So, damn, I got six. Right. I got six to waste in 12 minutes. Why not get four? Like yeah, so but that's three of the four weren't really they, fouls. No, they, so. they weren't. They, yeah, you're right. He got the Mark West tree. Yeah, they, they weren't fouls, and he didn't get. He didn't care because he knew he was only going to play. Yeah, a quarter and a half. You got so six. You may as well use, as well use them. Use I only have 15 minutes. Right. We got to get these in quick. There you go, Lynn. So I keep. <laughs> last night I had people in the DMs talking about some. He don't play defense. Look how many fouls he got. I'm like, bro, are y'all seriously going there? The dude knew he was going to be in street clothes in 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Not yeah. fully mentally engaged yeah. in the game. Yeah. Well, and you and I were talking about it beforehand, Flex. Defense is the last thing that, yep. that comes around, right? Uh, and it, so, yeah, there were some weird <laughs> drop coverages and picks where he kind of got caught in no man's land. He'd been here a week. Yeah. Right. Like, you got to earn the trust with teammates, understand who's going to be where, what Vogel wants in these rotations. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. What I loved was his passing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, Flex, you brought this up too. Is is bringing the ball yeah. up a couple times? Uh, you know, he had a couple nice pick handoffs. Like these are the little things that they yeah. brought him in for. Why he was a fit with the system yep. was what we heard media day, and that that was the big thing. Well, you saw little flashes of that, and the offense operated as well as it did in that first quarter, in part because of those little things that Nurkic was doing. Exactly, forty six points. Nurk's on the court. You gotta you gotta put that in the equation. You you have to sit down and say, okay, you you're gonna take the positive and the negative from offense and defense. I think he brings way more positive on the offensive end. There's gonna be some issues on defense, but 
And like you said, a defense, I think, Lens comes last because you got so many players and rotations and different mixtures that you really can't judge a defense in the preseason. No. Offense comes first, yeah. and then the right. defense will sell in eventually. Well, yeah, because you could even, if you really wanted to go and nitpick everything, you could probably point out to the other four players on the on the court, were they playing as hard and aggressive of defense as we will see them play in the yeah. regular season? Correct. Probably not because – why would you? It's the preseason. Right. You're playing 15 minutes. The whole purpose of the preseason is to get your legs underneath you and yep. to not get hurt when yeah. you're a superstar. Right. Work out the kinks as well. I feel like there's just a lot of good unknown. Like we were talking about the rotations earlier, and now we're talking about Nurkage and everything. It's like we just – it's really exciting to see how this is all going to work. But there's a lot of kinks that still need to be worked out as well, in my opinion, but – it's going to take some time. Offense first. Get your legs under you, like you said. Figure right. it out later. Can, you know? can Therapist Espo step up for a second? Oh, boy. The people uh, yesterday in particular that uh, that wanted to complain about this game may offer a counterpoint. Okay. Uh, the, the Adelaide 36ers. <laughs> yeah. There's your counterpoint. I mean. A year ago this time, we were licking our wounds from losing to a team from Australia yep. and being the laughing stock of the NBA. <laughs> Uh, in the first preseason game. Oh. Now we're talking about a dominant first half with three superstars. Yeah. So, you know, you might as well just sit back on the couch. If you want to complain, that's fine. I'll listen to you. But then I'm going to remind you, things could be a hell of a lot worse can, preach. than that. Can I ask you some, Espo? Yeah. Let's yes, go can. there. That's part of the show. There. Let's go there, brother. <laughs> yeah, let's go there. You, you bring up that first game. Who's the center on that basketball team in that first game that we lost to the 36ers or whatever they were? I, be I believe that was one uh, DeAndre Dominaton. Was it? Uh, I, I think I've heard so. of him sure? before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I thought so, so too. Right? I yeah. thought so too. I mean, that team came in here and spanked us. Flex the Shady Rays ad is in for another like <laughs> right, 30 minutes. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's the thing I don't like though is we're going to get into this. Well, DeAndre, don't give me well DeAndre Ayton because you were the same people that were giving me the, well, DeAndre Ayton isn't doing this. Right. Like, it's one preseason game. Uh, Nurkic did the little things that you wanted, and you move on. That's you it. Know, like, you, other than the 12 minutes the starters played and a few of the, the outlying things, like Yuta uh, Tabu, or Yuta Tabu, sorry. Yuta I go I go back all the way to <laughs> right. the early 2000s. But, like, it, you look at, you look at those, like, you look at what he did, those those little things in the second half, and you're like, okay, I like I like those things. But out, out of little things in the second half and what you saw in that first quarter that the offensive potential this team has, the rest of it's a wash. I mean, the, the Pistons came back in the fourth quarter because the Suns were playing their fourth stringers. Exactly. Oh, dear Lord, we don't yeah. have four deep in every position. Right. And, if and you... they still won. Well, <laughs> and I mean, think about it. Even if you go earlier, look earlier into the game, more than likely with this team, we will always see one of the big yeah. three on yeah. the court. And we didn't see one of the big three for, what, almost three whole quarters right. of this game? Right. Like, it, it's going to look different. Yeah. It's going to look absolutely different. And one thing, Jacob or Jason from the <clears> chat said, Ish Wainwright not getting minutes. Uh, every single person, player that was available yesterday played, played. in yep. the yeah. game. Ish is hurt. Yep. Jordan, Jordan Goodwin is hurt. And Damian Lee yep. is yep. hurt. So that's why Ish didn't see any playing time yesterday. But every other player who was available to play saw some minutes yesterday. Can, can I make a bold prediction as well? <clears throat> yes. There's the one 
and only time we will see Saban Lee take a game-winning shot. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, th- I think that's safe to say. I so. think also, too, like the Detroit Pistons were playing hard because obviously it was the first preseason game. It was the first game under Monty Williams, so you know they wanted it more, in my opinion. And again, they're playing our third, fourth stringers. Like, There's only so much we can fully analyze and go over with, again, pretty much a half with our big three, you know what I mean? It's a glorified practice, Lynn. It's a glorified practice, man. This is nothing different than what the Suns are doing at the 5G Verizon Center, Mm -hmm. except there's cameras and fans. That's what's going on. I'd argue they're playing against better competition at the 5G uh, practice center. (laughs) Might be, but it's a glorified practice. But that's how it is for every team. That's just preseason. This is preseason, like. I'm looking at the little intricacy. I'm looking at stuff Gerald pointed out yesterday when he mm-hmm. made his comment. If you was gonna do that, oh shit, right? Yep. Right. So there was a play yesterday. Uta brings the ball up. I went back and watched the film. He brings the ball up. He hits Eric Gordon. Yep. Gets a dribble handoff. Takes two dribbles. Goes into the paint. Shoots a jumper. Fuck it. I mean, it's like you know that's the stuff we need to be talking about. Not the not not the other stuff mm-hmm. like. People already saying this team's not going to be a defense. I'm like, how the hell did y'all come to that conclusion after a preseason game in Detroit when all your players were in dress clothes yeah. in 12 minutes? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Stop that. Well, it's called Monday overreacting for some, yeah. something, right? But There's t- a reason why we named it what we named it. Tomorrow, it's the Nuggets. I'm taking everything seriously. All right. Before, Every, yep. before we get into yep. the no, Nuggets, hold ahead. on. We'll go get ahead. into the Nuggets I, in ahead. a second. But before we move on to <laughs> that game, there is something else from this game that I do want to touch on. And somebody in the chat had mentioned it. Espo, this is your time to shine. I can't find the comment, oh, but somebody said, oh, here Leo we go, Leo. <laughs> Leo said, Espo, they brought back the pregame classic music. Let me let me say this. Matt Ishbia, you are just next level. I know this wasn't Matt Ishbia. This is actually a shout-out to the Suns TV crew uh, and the, the broadcast department over there. After years, uh, you know, decades with Bally Sports uh, and Fox Sports Arizona, uh, which officially announced they are going out of business today, which is, is sad yeah. in a lot of ways. But after years with them and having to use their graphics packages, their sounders, all, all the music, it was so unbelievable. Like, before the game, I tweeted... I'm a nerd. Basically, I'm a nerd. I'm looking forward to seeing what the the graphics package is. And then I subsequently tweeted, I really hope they bring back the the 90s music, mm-hmm. asking for, you know, friends that are 35 years or older that remember that music. Well, they they didn't disappoint. They came out the gates with beautiful, crisp graphics. Uh, everything looked clean. No longer do we have like three bars at the bottom of the screen yep. where you can't see uh, the bottom of the court. Uh, the music on point. They brought back the classic 90s. I heard there may be more coming to that Ooh. for the regular season. Well, yeah, because season. you can't you can't show up all of the things that you have in store on the first preseason game. I'm going to yeah. say people are going to be happy. And I give a, a huge shout out uh, to the entire crew over there that did an unbelievable job. They had a Herculean task of basically building everything from scratch this uh, this uh, off season, putting it all together. Yeah. It looks spectacular. I mean, just like for the Suns as a team, that was game one preseason for them as well as as a broadcast crew and with everything new there. Great work on that front. And I, it's preseason. I usually Mm -hmm. don't get excited. I usually don't get the warm and fuzzies from watching preseason. 
I legit in that first half and the first time I heard that music felt like a little kid that was a fan again watching it because music and those little touches harken back to to those memories. And the only reason that any of us are sitting here is because we have those memories, whether if it's not about the Suns, it's about basketball from when you were yep. young mm-hmm. and why you want to be in this. And that somehow tapped right into it for me. It was like it was like straight adrenaline hit to the brain. I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is what I fell in love with the game. It didn't help or it didn't hurt that they shot 81% from the field, 80% from three <laughs> in the first quarter to really jazz it up. But the music was so freaking great uh to to hear again. And I think we're all going to be even more excited when the regular season starts. I just remember Tom Leander and like name dropped it quickly during one of the media day interviews. And then my friend Steve and I, we were psyched when he said that because it just yeah. brought back those flashbacks and the memories and everything. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't out here for that. So I, I didn't, I didn't get it, the effect you got, but I can appreciate it. Like watching NBA on NBC when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when you hear that, it it takes you back, and it, it it again it reminds you of why you love this game and why we do what we do and and what made us fall in love with it. So that's cool for you. That's that's cool for everybody. I mean, everybody was excited yesterday. I think if there's one thing that was no secret, but if there were any doubters, last year proved probably with just the sheer numbers alone. People like throwback stuff. Yeah. Like you yep. gave us the throwback jersey. Everyone loved it. I'm pretty sure they sold like hotcakes. Yeah. So if anything, you can look at that and be like, well, clearly anything throwback is going to be a hit. That's a great point. Because Fun. even if you weren't there, you appreciate the fact that it's vintage or throwback. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. trendy right now, yeah. no matter yeah. what decade you were born in. Fun yeah. fact. I found this out from uh, my buddy Jeff Munn, who used to be the PA announcer Jeff back Munn, in the Cleveland. 90s. Cleveland, uh, right? No, no, he was here. Oh, he was the okay. announcer for the Suns. He said that the group that created that also created, I believe it was the Wheel of Fortune and maybe the Price is Right theme songs oh, as well. So Fancy. there's like, I'll dig into it more. I'll give you all the the story behind it at some point. But I was like, okay, that's a cool little nugget too. So they yeah. flexing on that. Oh one. Yeah, yeah, that's a flex. So, yeah. yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> nah, no pun intended. You know who else was flexing yesterday? Matt Ishvia. So the team stayed in Detroit after the game so that they could take a tour of UWM and have a practice out there. Matt Ishvia wanted to show him, show off his digs in Detroit, let the team know what's up. Oh, he, they had dinner at his house, too. Like, yep. let's, let's not forget that flex, too. Oh. He's like, oh, oh yeah, so team broadcasting. Yeah, I got enough space. Come on over. Let's have a meal. Right, so. <laughs> I thought that was a, a fun... That's why they were all in street clothes. They had to hurry up and get over yep. to Matt Ishvia's house for dinner that night. <laughs> um, but that's kind of cool. It's it's not really a huge groundbreaking thing by any means, but it is still nice that the team and everybody was able to you know, support Matt Ishbia and that. I'm sure he had... He geeked out over it, <laughs> I'm sure, being able to have a team that he finally owns and host them at his place. Yeah, yeah. Can, gotta be pretty neat. Can you show the the second photo again, Emma, of them on playing on the court, practicing on the court here? Uh, what I love. Okay, this photo is inside the That's UWM yeah. uh, offices. They have a full basketball court. Yep. The Suns are practicing. Ooh. Well, all these employees of Matt Ishbia are on the on the <laughs> sideline on the upper deck of this 
just watching That's cool these guys practice. They're they're feet away from Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and these guys' regular life is mortgage brokers. Yeah. <laughs> like that's got to be a real cool little perk that they got That's today cool. and yeah. you know kind of cool for the sons to get to know uh their owner in that way mm-hmm. you know, the team, yeah. that's that's cool owner. as hell listen you know matt ishby is impressive you know th- this is a guy that uh, and and people have talked about this but i just want to remind people this is a guy that left college got out done with college went and worked for his father there were 12 people that worked for that company when matt ishby came in and now there's seven thousand. He's, he's built a machine over there that campus it's unbelievable, man. And so for him to do that and for the people that work for that company to be up there and, and, and see that, and they play tournaments on that court. Like, Matt plays still. Like, he <laughs> still plays. He runs tournaments, and he'll play in a tournament versus his workers. And so <clears throat> for that, man, that's that's cool as hell. Who draws the defensive assignment on, I got to guard the president of the company that's a billionaire. Right? Oh, yeah. Let me lock him down. A little no. bit of a hard foul, yeah. and it's like, oh, yeah. my bad. Hold it's on. Like, You're fired. You? <laughs> You're done. It's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've drawn the former college athlete who's the billionaire now. Yeah, let me let me play some defense yeah. on him. It's I'm like, not, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, for, for me personally, I don't know if you guys have talked about it much, but like Matt Ishbia, Josh Bartlestein, I can tell they truly care about people and their employees. Like, they will walk around, shake everybody's yeah. hand. A lot of bigger bosses and bigger companies don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, that's sort of my biggest takeaway. But again, you're right. Like these people walk into work and all of a sudden Kevin Durant's practicing on their court and they're watching all the stars. It's that must have been amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? I saw something with Sean this weekend, Sean Marion. And Matt's just doing such an incredible job. It, from the I know you said to me he wasn't in charge of the music thing but it feels like he probably well, was he, because i mean he, i'm sure okay. he had to sign what off i'll on say it. is he's he's greenlit a lot of spending in that department that they were constricted yes. in the past which allows them to do the creative <clears throat> things that you wouldn't have been able to do right. before. i i saw something with sean marion and he said the day matt bought the team he called him straight up picked up the phone and said i want to talk to sean marion think about that buys a team says sean we love you you the matrix. Mm-hmm. You helped set this foundation. I was watching you play for the yeah. Phoenix Suns. I'm gonna retire your number. You know that's that just that's just a guy that gets it, man. Sean, you know Sean even talked about in that interview how he wanted to go to the 5G center and say what's up. He still lives in Phoenix. He has a house out here, but he didn't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, well, that, that wasn't. He's not the only ex-employee that didn't feel right. comfortable going. So. Yeah, I just love what Matt's doing, and this is just—you just see the team looks happy, man. Mm-hmm. They look happy, and yeah. and that's a cool thing for them to do out there. It is. It's super cool. Okay, before we get into tomorrow's game against the Nuggets, which I know you guys are itching to talk about, I do want to ask you guys a quick question. Um, do you like getting free money? Hell yeah. No, I like to work for my money. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't want anybody who would willingly just say no if somebody was trying to offer you free money, and that's exactly. <laughs> What our friends over at the BetMGM Sportsbook are trying to do here, it's really simple. All you have to do is sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app by using the bonus code PHNX. Then you place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook app of at least $10, and you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. I mean, listen. Hmm. 
of no all brainer. the deals, like this is the deal. So take advantage of it. That promo code again is PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. And of course, our friends over at OGs, they make the best scratch made THC gummies you can get your hands on. You can check them out by going on social at OGs Brands. You can also find them online at OGsBrands.com to find a local dispensary near you. They've got all the fruits in the mix bag. So you can get all the different types of fruit flavors that they have to offer. You can get the creams in the mix bag variety as well. So all the different cream flavors that they have to offer. And of course, both. The fruits and the creams are available in Sunny Sativa or Mellow Indica blends, so you can fully customize your OG's experience. But just a reminder, you do have to be 21 or older, and we do ask that you enjoy responsibly. Okay, we do have a super chat real quick. This one is from Jacob. Thank you so much, Jacob. They said, Alan should be our sixth man, but he should also close games. And we have depth, so book KD Beal should only average 30 to 32 minutes in the regular season. I, I don't disagree with uh, with the Allen six-man and potentially closing out some games, but it's going to depend on the situation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you're going to need defense. Yeah, you're going to need a Kobe. I mean, sometimes you're going to need uh, Eric Gordon and his ability yeah. to get to the hoop and use that old man strength. Yep. Uh, so so I think he definitely will at times. But, I you know, the 30 to 32, I just don't see that. Look, this is... This is Book, this is KD, this is Beal. These are guys that want to be out there. Yeah. I think 35 maybe 34 is a number to 35, that you look yeah. at and you go, I can live with that and and it should keep their, you know, keep their fire burning that way too. But we'll I feel see. like this is kind of similar to when we were talking about Kate Bates Diop or Josh Akogi being the starter in a way. It's like who do you bring off the bench first? But it's like it does change game from game in different scenarios. And we don't know what other coaching schemes are going to look like. And Frank Vogel is like a kid in a toy store. He's like, you got so many different options out there. Mm-hmm. It's take it game by game, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I would like to keep KD specifically if we we're pointing one of the big <laughs> that's three a that's a little bit lower. <laughs> Fair. It wouldn't be mad if KD only played 30 minutes a game during the regular season. Yeah, that's fair. And there's yeah. no shade. He's just the oldest no, one of the yeah. three. It's just math. It's simple it's math. Simple math. You're yeah. 35. You're 30. You're 26. Yeah. Don't, point, don't point at Lindsay no, and I, say you're 35. I'm not 35. <laughs> Lindsay's not 35. I'm 48. Thank you very much. But, like, how do you tell Kevin Durant, like, no, you're, you're going to play this amount of minutes because these guys do want to play. You know, if, there, if there's a guy that could do it, I think Frank Vogel has yeah. the juice because yeah. he has won a title. He did it with superstars. It's like, oh yeah, it's like okay, maybe I'll listen to that a little bit more. And that's that's not necessarily a slight on Monty, but this is a guy that won a title, uh, you know, a handful of years ago with LeBron with AD. Uh, and, and did it his way, so maybe. And maybe whether whether Katie's true to his word or not, didn't Kevin Durant say, "I'll do whatever Frank Vogel mm-hmm. tells me to do"? Right. So yeah. we'll see. I think there's a way that you could make it happen for yeah. sure. Okay, tomorrow, second preseason game, Suns play the Nuggets. It's happening here in Phoenix. What are your guys' expectations on this one? How do you think they approach it? Same as yesterday, or a little different? 
I don't play any of my superstars. I I disrespect the defending champs that way. <laughs> and and just be like, not we're not putting him in that situation. No, I look, I think it's gonna be the same thing we saw the other day. And yeah, it's the nuggets. We all feel a certain way about it, but again, preseason. Mm-hmm. Call yeah. call me when these two teams line up uh, you know, in in the regular season, in that mid season tournament. Uh, when it matters, but right now there's there's very simple things you care about. Nobody gets injured. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And do you figure out what the back half of of that bench is going to be? Who's your rotation guys? Who are the two men out? Because there will be two cuts that happen out of this group to get to your uh, your roster. Uh, so those are the things I'm concerned about. I could care less that it's that it's the Nuggets tomorrow. It's yeah. also too like there's what five guys back from last year's team, so that you know all these new guys don't ex- they didn't experience what we did in the second round and all that. I still want them to play hard. I might sort of overanalyze what they're going to do on defense tomorrow. I might want to see a bit more scrappiness because I feel like there was a few times last game where they were like swarming players, and I like that. I want to see a little bit of that. But again, every game's different. Every team's different. How long does Nikola Jokic play? We'll see. But I just I want to see what they're going to do on defense and how long they're going to play our big three. I think yeah. that's going to yeah. trend all preseason. I mean, somebody in the chat was like, if the Nuggets don't play their main guys, yeah. we shouldn't play ours either. Right. Yeah. And I'm not mad at that idea. I, I want to see some Gordon I on think. Gordon crime, too. I want to see Eric Gordon <laughs> dunk on Aaron Gordon. I'll call How many Gordon times do you think crime. tomorrow we accidentally call Eric, Aaron, and Aaron, Eric? Oh, I will not because I dislike Aaron that much, so... <laughs> I yeah, like I, gonna happen. I, I think the first five minutes of this basketball game is going to be pretty much all you need to watch as far as the juices and stuff. I, I right. think they're going to come out for five minutes, both teams, and try to send a subliminal message. Mm-hmm. Five minutes. And everybody's going to go chill out, and it's going to be evaluation time all over again. I heard somebody say to me yesterday, he said, uh, well, they flex, don't overreact. They just beat up on the Pistons. Wait till Tuesday. Wait till it down. We're going to hear that all season. I'm sitting overreact yeah. against yeah. the Nuggets in preseason. I'm sitting here like, man, come on, man. Ain't none, nobody's going out there trying to kill anybody on Tuesdays. Yeah. Glorified practice. Different uniforms, different arena. So Saban Glorified Lee is going to take practice. our last shot again. <laughs> no, no yo, listen. My man, Mezzi. <laughs> hey, so I know he's listening. Chemezzi won the game for us. 14 points. You know what I'm saying? Now, he hit the two free throws, right, Lance? Yep. And Liz was right there. <laughs> I was calling it the whole time. I'm like, Chemezzi's the closer. That's my guy. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, also, how nice is it to actually be able to watch preseason? Oh, yeah, not great. Great. When it's I worked for the time. team, I had to listen to road games yeah. in preseason on the radio to tweet from. Is There's right? nothing more painful than yeah. having to tweet based off of yeah. off of the yeah. radio. If the opposing team didn't have some sort of a broadcast and so y'all couldn't watch preseason. No, no. No, you oh, showed wow. up to the arena or you listen on radio. Those Damn, are your so two everything, options. everything is. Everything is shifting since Everything's I got here. Everything's different. Uh, I yeah, think we it's got you, some... Flex. It's you, Flex. Let's let's inflate that ego. No, 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 no. That, that's a, Flex no. is fixed all our problems. No, no listen, that's a joke that one of my followers <laughs> said. That he was like, "Yo, Flex gets here. The Diamondbacks are going to win the World Series." I mean, listen. Flex gets here. We get. We all watching Suns TV, and uh, and so that that was. If you're our jinx, he could be our good luck Fle- charm. That's Flex, fine. yeah. What's up with the that? The balance break is out. You you will you, you out, were bro. you were blessed to live on the East Coast <laughs> and to see so much winning. Yeah, but uh. 
you know, outside of the Suns, you, I, I think you may be a little disappointed this year. So we'll I, see. I like the D backs. We'll but. See. Okay. Um, the one thing that I do want to see a little bit tomorrow is just a little bit more from KBD and Nasir yeah. Little. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are the two guys that everyone um has high hopes for, right? Yeah. But it's gonna take some time. I don't think either one of them it was a given that they would come in here and immediately pop off right away. Right. But I'd like to see them feel a little bit more confident, a little more comfortable out yeah. there than we saw yesterday. Agreed. So those are two guys I'll keep an eye out for. Yeah, I'd like to see you to repeat on the defensive end in mm-hmm. particular because he was very good in game one defensively, so much so that even Frank Vogel said he was better defensively than he was offensively, and he was pretty good offensively. I want to I wanna see that again because I'm a believer in the defense from Utah, but I know – Others need to continue to see it, and uh, I want them to prove that early on. Can I just say one more thing on that? Mm-hmm. So when I watched the film last night, I got to see Grayson mm-hmm. actually bringing the ball up a little bit. And two in- two interesting things. I saw Grayson defending point of attack. Okay. Okay. On Cade, on Keleon, kind of in the Josh Akogi role. And I saw, like, when you're watching it live, everything's happening so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go back and look at the tape and you see it, it makes me wonder um, how much he's thinking about what we were talking about. Like you mentioned it the other day, you were like, Grayson could start. And I didn't, I didn't know if he can do it, but I saw it on tape yesterday and I'm like, okay, he's playing a Josh Akogi role in the second half here. Um, maybe, maybe you want something. So I, I wonder if that's a little battle, a private behind the scenes battle between Akogi and Grayson and Frank is just throwing out these little nuggets. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a battle between quite a few of them to yeah, be completely exactly. honest. I still think that I would prefer Grayson coming off the bench, um, but it wouldn't surprise me. I want Grayson off the bench. I want him off the bench, but I think what we saw yesterday makes me feel like he could maybe auditioning for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my favorite Grayson play was yesterday was his inbound to Yuta. Mm -hmm. He went cross court Mm -hmm. through a dime and Yuta hit that three. He was wide open, too. That was pretty. I feel like with guys like Grayson Allen, like when we first got Josh Akogi, too, I was like, you need these guys in practice. Like, you know, at the time when we got Josh Akogi, we didn't have Kevin Durant, if I remember correctly, but still, you need kind of guys like Josh Kogi, Grayson Allen, even Yuda, you know, because these are guys that are going to pre- like challenge and, you know, like he's like, it's there's going to be a lot of battles we may not hear about in practice that are going to show how deep this team truly is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brandon, we're going to yeah. talk about this over the next couple of weeks, but just overall, what are your expectations for this upcoming season for the Suns? It might sound cliche, but championship or bust. Okay. You know, think about it. You know, new owner, new new ownership and front office people and everything we got going on. You know, new superstar p- player in Bradley Beal, a great bench. It, it has to be championship or bust. And oh. it's... You know, I think what did Kevin Durant or Devin Booker just say yesterday? It's like we don't win a ring, like we're gonna get pounced on. That was KD. So, yeah, yeah, yeah KD. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think we all feel that. I still think this is a two year window though. Yeah. Win this year, next year. You win one of those two, everybody goes, everything that happened was worth it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. You don't win in those of two course. years. Yeah, but we're getting all the, well, five years from now, like, and, and even national people are jumping on, well, you, you've mortgaged the future. The future is promised to nobody. So if one of these two years Preach. you pull it off, uh, you know, uh, I do think this year is the one that if you don't want to go into next year, uh, having everybody talk their stuff about you, 
you got to win this one, but I think you have a two-year window where, in hindsight, it'll be it'll be all right. While I do agree that it'll be worth it, I'm not going to lie and say that it doesn't concern me a little bit down the road. Um, just because, yeah, I'll trade it away for a championship, sure. But I also don't want to have, like, another decade of the bad place. Do you know what I'm saying? I like, yes, I want that championship more. But I also hope there's like a little bit of balance at some point in time in the near future right. to where we're window. not in another decade of like 19 okay, win so seasons. Can I throw some at you? Sure. <laughs> Would you buy a championship this season for five of that? Yeah, five I'll okay. do. All right, I'll, so I'll do five. So I think no. that's realistic though. But like five is fine, but a decade is a whole nother. Well, we don't like, have... We can't go from one decade <laughs> to another decade yeah, with just yeah, like, yeah. oh, no. I don't care. I'll, you give me the championship this year... And being in the mix, and maybe a second one next year, and you can give me twenty years. Damn, Espo! Look, Espo, I'm gonna need you to stop because what you say oftentimes comes true. This franchise, if that's true, don't continue. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. You and I are retiring if they win two in a row. They all can deal with whatever happens by the twenty seasons after that. My point is. When you've been through what what you've seen from this franchise, I've been through it for thirty three years now. Yeah. There's some people that have been through it for all 55. Yep. A title is all that matters. I know. And again, the future's not promised to any of us. California could fall in the ocean tomorrow. I don't know. But, it, you know, so give me a title now because I don't know what's going to happen two or three years Preach. from now. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, I'm, not, not. I'm not no, saying that not. I wouldn't. <laughs> I want a championship. I, all I'm asking is that the people getting paid the big bucks behind the scenes maybe just consider thinking about the future a little mm. bit. That's I, all. That's I all. would I would have 20 years in the bad place for every franchise in this city if it meant a son's title this year. Ooh, yeah. okay. I think Matt is the secret weapon with that. I, I just I just think we're not dealing with Robert Sarver. Preach. I and get so. that, but the rules have changed. Which is super unfortunate as Suns fans because we finally got an owner in here with deep pockets who's willing to just throw <laughs> money around like it's nothing. And the NBA is like, well, now that the Suns can play ball, right. let's actually punish them in other ways that money can't fix. I love that we asked Rude. Brandon, hey, what, what's your hope for this season? He's like, <laughs> championship. down and, this and, and Lizzie's like, no, <laughs> no, it could no. cost us for 10 years. I didn't say no. <laughs> I I'm said yes and. I'm sorry. that You're the guest here. We're supposed to be nice, and Lindsay just decides to just burn everything to the ground. Oh. I'm super offended. Said. I think I got to step yeah. out. <laughs> Listen, you know what this means. This just means that you're officially in our inner circle. That's what that means. I'm honored. So congratulations. Welcome to the club. We're happy to have you here. Also, that is an ad transition. You can join Circle K's inner circle today by downloading the free Circle K app. The uh, inner circle is a brand new free membership program, and it saves you 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups. You also get every six free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, and ice cold fountain drinks, and so much more. So download that Circle K app today. Terms and conditions do apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. Also, if you are looking for a great patio to enjoy a tasty beverage or some delightful food, might I recommend our friends over at Illegal Pete's. I'm so, so happy but it is finally patio season. Things are cooling down. This weekend was a little bit hot. I'm not going to lie. But 
The forecast looks great for this upcoming weekend. So take advantage of the cooler weather and check out Illegal Pete's. They've got a happy hour every single day at all 12 locations from 3 to 8 p.m. They are your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer, and they have been for 28 years. Okay, we do have a super chat from Jay. Thank you, Jay. Uh, they said, this is why we missed you, Espo. The shenanigans. I'm glad somebody acknowledged that they missed me because <laughs> nobody else has said that today. So thank you, Jay. Uh, that was the first thing I said to you when we got out of I, yeah. I meant on the show. I, Emma, Emma said it. Emma, you're Emma, we'll talk later. I, I'm not, <laughs> Emma speaks for all of us uh, on this. <laughs> Lindsay's like, I don't have to say it. Emma said it. Exactly. It's fine. Emma said it. You're thank good. you, Jay. I appreciate it. Happy to be back and setting uh, fires. So, so guys. Devin's getting more love lately, and he's also getting more hate lately. But since we already went down a dark path, we'll start with the love. We'll keep things a little bit lighter here in this next segment. Obviously, we all know that Drake put out a new album that popped off this weekend, and he gave even more love to Devin Booker, which you love to see. But the best thing that came out of this was this tweet. So somebody had tweeted at Devin and said, I just know Devin Booker is listening to the new Drake album and flexing in the mirror right now, which one hilarious, <laughs> but the best part is book quote tweeted it and said, WTF, how you know. <laughs> so good. My boy. Like, could you, I can, I can literally see this now. Like yeah. this creates such a visual. <laughs> That's so funny. The only way it would have been better is if he tweeted a picture of him flexing he in the mirror have. with it. Other, otherwise, pitch perfect. Love yep. it. Uh, it's fantastic. But isn't this old hat for him now, though? This is the second time. No, but this is it. different because the other time was just like a little punchline. This is this is like a hook. Right. This is like my so, doggy got booked for acting like book. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, like, so there were, Book only had like one line before in a Drake, and it was just wet like I'm yeah. Wet like I'm that, And that's right. it. This, that's, he, that has, he has but four. But right after, he also says wet like I'm Lizzie. So he brings up both. Yeah. They're two different athletes within that same line. Obviously, everyone forgets yeah. the Liz shout out in there, but yeah. I'm not going to be two picky. athletes in the same line. If I get shouted out in a rap, I'm going to be very happy about that. Whether, yeah. it's, whether it's a bar, whether it's just the Espo randomly said in there and it has nothing to do with me. I'm going to be excited. I mean, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't have been excited. <laughs> it was cool at the time, but this is just a whole nother level. And it also speaks to how much their relationship has grown. Yeah. Where it feels like the first one was like, we're still, you know, we're cool. But we're not on like that level. Now it's like they're in each other's inner circles. Basically, oh, yeah. Is how it yeah. feels. It's getting more and more respect from different artists yeah. all around music in general. Yeah. So I've heard um, Devin Booker cool. say a couple of times, like, I was at Drake's house the other day or whatever. No, they, they, they yeah. family. Yeah, yeah exactly. They like, they like brothers, man. So, yep. yeah. But and they've always been that way, though, Lance. I think. But I your think, relationships grow and evolve. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It's gotten a lot better. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's gotten to the point. Drake wants to come out here and live. Okay, yo. I call BS on this no, because didn't he just say that in another city? He didn't did he say, say that in Houston? another city. He did say it in was another. it Houston? Yeah, but 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 yeah, Houston, like, okay. but Houston, Houston no, 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 no. But I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> he did say that in another spot, but like, I, I'm gonna confirm that what he said out here. Okay. And KD and Book don't live in Houston. So I agree. I, that's the difference. I will give Drake the benefit of the doubt. He could buy a house both in Phoenix and in Houston. He could almost buy it watered, both cities. It watered it down when he after said he yeah. said in another city. And I'm like, okay, so this is just another stick. Like you wear in the jerseys <laughs> of whoever plays there. Like I'm not buying it anymore. 
He might be at opening night on Saturday. He should Ooh. be. Well, uh, Utah, weeks. Utah. Yeah. Three, yeah, not this Saturday. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 28th. Um, 28th. Don't be surprised you see my boy Drizzy okay. at that game. I, I just got to say this, and uh, I think it was Gemini <clears throat> P in the chat brings it up too. Book ain't got nothing on KD, though. KD got an A&R uh, line uh, on that, right? Where he gets, he's, he got that credit actually yeah. in there. So, yeah. so Book may be mentioned, but KD's getting credit, right? You know? Fair, but you could also ask the question on the flip side if we're comparing apples to oranges here. Does Devin want to be in that space? Because Kevin has talked about that for a while now, wanting to be in that producer type of space. I know. So. I'd, I'd rather... I'd rather be the man behind the man than the name being said by the man. So. Did y'all hear Dylan Brooks get name dropped? No. <laughs> y'all ain't hear that novel? <laughs> that one. Yeah. You're just going to gloss over the bar that Ezra just <laughs> dropped My bad. on us? My bad, dog. <laughs> hey, man, you on your way, dog. You are on your way, I tell you. I don't need a rapper to do the bar for <laughs> You are on your <laughs> way, bro. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness my man All dylan right. brooks got dropped too but not in a good way i don't think oh. and that's a canadian Ouch. dude too let's just let people go back and watch listen, listen to the album guys i don't believe that dylan brooks is a canadian he'd be the meanest canadian i've ever seen <laughs> i need to see the birth certificate that proves that dylan brooks oh because everybody's nice because the nicest people i've ever met and dylan brooks does not fit that uh does not fit oh that God. at all so okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Let's pivot and uh, tap into the hate that D book is getting. Oh, this one popped off it. today. Uh, Paul George had a conversation with Taylor Rooks over on Bleacher Report and he had some things to say. Mm. I know that obviously you and Devin had this moment about the Clay Thompson interview. Mm. Is there anything that you would want to clear up about that moment? Have you all been able to speak? Is it, is the root of this that? I mean, I just, you know, I I don't know where it took the turn. Um, I don't know where it took the turn. You know, things got heated when we played Phoenix. Conversation sparked. And it wasn't, it it came from that end. Again, this goes down to respect line. And me and Devin, all, Devin always been good. Um, you know, he was little bro when he came in the league, you know. Um and then all of a sudden, you know, temperature changed um, into where now it's 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 a line that was passed, uh, you know, stepped over the line. Um, and so, like, now it's just, you know, it, it is what it is at this point. Um, uh, but, you know, to go off that question, it was just, you know, me asking Clay, you know, he said, um, obviously it was it was about that moment and, I forget what question I asked him, but his answer was his answer. You know, I wasn't looking to, you know, if you watch the pod, I'm never looking to 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 do clickbait stuff or you know have someone say something that's going to raise questions. Um, he honest, he he answered it from an honest perspective that he, you know, as another uh, young man in this game. Um, you know, making a name for himself, making a way, paving a way, like whatever Clay's answer answer was, that was his answer. Cool. Right. Um, I wasn't looking to pick or or dig. I would have said something myself if that was the case. Um, but again, he took it upon himself to be seen or heard in that moment. Cool. Now it is what it is. 
um, it's 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 stuck. If it's up, then it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. Like I said, I have somewhat been in that position before. I think you're great. I think Devin is great. Mm-hmm. I would love for there to be some sort of, you know, resolution. But as you said, things can always be resolved on a on a basketball court. So absolutely. PG, so- keep my man's name out your damn mouth. <laughs> How about you try that, buddy? You're 0-2 in the playoffs against this guy. Shut it. In the bubble, Book embarrassed you and Kawhi right in your face in a game winner. Shut it. Do your talking on the court. Don't do it on your podcast or whenever you want because Book's not there to respond. Keep my man's name out your damn mouth. Damn. Get him, Espo. Damn. Get him. I don't know what to say. I was yeah. going to say <laughs> all of that. that up. <laughs> hey, no, for real, I'm going to echo that. Like, that's it's soft at this point to me. Like, you lose street cred because of stuff like this, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, book ain't talking about you, bro. Like, you could, you see, here's the thing, Lynn. In that interview, he could have took a whole different road there. He could have. He could have been like, man, listen, that's, that's in the past, man. It is what it is. Move on. But he chose to have a two-minute rant rant about Mm -hmm. Devin Booker which tells me that books under his skin a little bit and I think it's soft as hell because he's not like that I'm gonna say that how about that APG you know you're not like that bro you're not built like that bro that's the same thing that Devin said Devin told you a couple years ago and you got mad and I'm gonna tell you again you're not built like that homie cut it out you know why that his nickname's PG-13 this man doesn't have the balls to go (laughs) R-rated Devin Booker will go Just going to the playoff matchups against the Clippers. Oh, man. I said, I came back from vacation, and I am rested and picking all the fights today. Keep my man's name out your damn mouth. So I think the biggest beef that I have with this whole thing is that, and we put it on the quote graphic. He said, he took it upon himself to be seen or heard in that moment. It is what it is. As if, like, Devin just came out of the woodworks and inserted himself into the conversation. And I'm like, sir, Paul George. You literally brought up Devin's name in the question. You inserted Devin into the conversation. So now he has every right to comment on it if he wants to. Like, let's not try and have this revisionist history here as if Devin just popped in to cause drama. Like, you may not have, you may be telling yourself you didn't intend to create some sort of drama with the way that you worded that question, but you knew that it could. And you did it anyway. You chose to do that. So this is all on you. I like to pretend that I know Devin Booker, but if I did know Devin Booker, I feel like he's the kind of guy that like wakes up to the stuff and is like, wait, why why am I trending for Mm -hmm. the wrong reasons? Like he focuses on himself, family, teammates and all that. Like he doesn't care about this drama. Show it on the court. Paul George, back it up or just shut your mouth. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'm I'm not the only one roasting, roasting PG-13. Uh, a lot of guys on the court have been doing it lately. Defense not where it used to be. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> also, one last thing. Um, I think a lot of this stems from, and even like Clay did it the right way by owning up yep. to that. He was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was stupid or whatever. I think he even mentioned it within this um, soundbite here is that I think that a lot of players, which I understand because it's a hyper competitive job that you have. He said he was little bro, but when little bro gets bigger than you and now little bro can beat you up, you feel some type of way about it, which is a natural reaction, but don't double down, take the clay route and be like, yeah, I was in my feels. I get it. And everyone respects you more for it because we understand where you're coming from. It's the doubling down when you know that you did the thing and now you're trying to put the blame on somebody else that bothers everybody. 
Yeah, I think you know what I Life think. Life lessons with Lindsay. You, you, <laughs> yo, you, you took the professional route here and broke it all down very well. Um, we kind of got a little. You can throw your shade. I, I am out of it. I am out of it. Let me break this down on how this should work as adults. <laughs> no. I don't understand no. the adults. Break it up, children. But break no, her point is correct. I mean, at the end of the day, PG <clears throat> inserted book from the beginning, and yes. now, and yeah. now he's. You know, kind of pissed off that book is responding very subtly too. Like book ain't having elaborate conversations about it. It's like one liners and then PG's going off. But I, you know what? You know what this feels like, Lens. It feels like a dude who knows he's at the end mm-hmm. and knows that he's not going to have an opportunity on the court to make good on the shit that he's saying. So he's using these platforms to kind of. Try to even the score or whatever. But at the end of the day, man, like, get out your feelings, bro. Especially with the current state of the Clippers, too. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, you got to wonder if that's what part of this is, too. Yeah. He sees what Book's been able to get here in Phoenix, and he goes, I used all my leverage to get this situation, to get a Kawhi who is in load management hell, to deal with, with all this where I thought I was getting what Book is sitting at. Right now, I thought I was going to get the next big three. I thought this was going to be that place, and I'm sure that that probably is not a comfortable. Can I give you a hot take? I'm I'm kind of mad, so I want to say some stuff. That's fine. All right, so I'm gonna try to ease my way into this without saying too much, (laughs) but let's just say I got it from a good source that if the Clippers were playing somebody other than the Suns. And last year's playoff, PG would have played. <laughs> uh, somehow saw, that doesn't surprise I, me. I'm keeping it 100. PG would have played. That's really okay? interesting. But he didn't. And so. Can I ask follow-ups on this? Go ahead. With, I don't want to get no, you No, go ahead. Right. I'm, not, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I, I said. I'm I trying mean, to figure out the reasoning behind <clears throat> this. Is it that you didn't think that it was that if you. Did PG think that if he came back, they still wouldn't have a chance to win? And so he didn't want to risk it? Or did PG think the opposite, that the Clippers would just be able to roll through the Suns and he'd come back afterwards? I just want to, I want, I don't know that you even have an answer to that, but that's what I would be curious to know. I I mean, listen, if if I had to give my honest opinion on that, (coughs) I I just think that this has been stirring up behind the scenes for, for a minute. And I think he didn't want Devin to have that leverage. Mm, so okay. it's like, okay, because if I get in there and get smoked, then it is what it is. And, and and you know what? I've seen this in real life. Like, I've seen it in real life. I've I've been out playing ball in the inner city, and there are certain guys that got these beefs, and they'll go up to a gym, and they'll see homie playing, and they'll be like, all right, I'll come back. You know what I'm saying? And And that's real. So... Yeah, well, he, he decided. It. He decided to take a pass on that. I believe if they weren't playing the Suns, he'd have played. I think he would that, at least try to play in that series. I think that was a good business decision. Did we all see how Devin Booker played? Yeah. I don't think th- there was very few defenders in this game at a hundred percent that were going to stop him. So I think PG was probably in the right, knowing that it was going to look like he had lost a step. Right. Yeah. I can't blame somebody for making a. a- informed business decision. I won't knock I won't knock him entirely for that, but okay. also a little bit. Oh. I'll give him a little bit. I mean, that's that's some chicken ass stuff right there. But, but from I an mean, injury perspective, I he you, was you do get it. He was her. He was right at the you borderline. Get it. He was right at the borderline. And like I said, I He's I spoke older to some, too. Like yeah. I I don't think I would risk it. If I if I were in his position, I wouldn't risk it. It's the playoffs. 
still though. It's the playoffs. I know, but I get it. There's there again, tomorrow ain't guaranteed to anybody. Yep. And a guy like Paul George that has gone through it needs to take every opportunity he has to try to win that ring while it's still available. To I mean, that is I fair. think he made a good business decision though, because I think he would have got smoked coming not playing so long and having to deal with book. Cause that's the real, that's the part we're not talking about. Mm-hmm. Is you make that decision. You got to sit down really with your team and you got to say, do I make that decision? But if I make that decision, I'm, I'm, I want to smoke. Yeah. And you ain't no turning back from that. So like if you come in and you're not quite right. Yeah. And book is roasting your ass for 45 every night. Because you can't even, even if you came out afterwards and you're like, yeah, I'm right. still hurt. Right. Everyone's going to be like, that's an excuse. That's an excuse. It's a lose-lose right. both, lose, both lose. ways. Correct. correct for that. Correct. So I get it. Uh, I'm right. just going to say... Enjoy James Harden, PG. <laughs> if you guys want to throw shade at Paul George, don't do it on Twitter. Just do it in the comments here. But make sure you're wearing your shady rays while you do it. We are talking about premium polarized sunglasses gear that is built to last. And the best thing about shady rays is that if you don't love them, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And right now, exclusively for you, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Just go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Also, our friends over at FOCO, they always have our back for Arizona sports and they have yours too. You can get your hands on the best gear around by visiting FOCO.com. That is F-O-C-O and using the code P-H-N-X for all non-presale items. Use that code P-H-N-X and get 10% off. And FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. You see a lot of the tchotchkes we have here at P-H-N-X came from our friends over at FOCO. So again, that code is P-H-N-X. All right, we're going to round out today's show with a fun little game. Espo's back, which means he brought the shenanigans, and that includes a game. It's the game sweeping the nation. It's two takes and a fake. Oh, boy. The premise is simple, everybody. I'm going to give you three different takes from yesterday's Suns game on social media. You have to figure out which two are real and which one was fake. Oh, no. Emma, please uh, let's show our first one here. The first one from at SunsNerd34, dominating was so much better than Nurkic, dude, is is we'll be complaining about this guy all season. All right, let's move to our next one. Okay. Uh, from Corey at Third Quarter Book. For a guy whose sole purpose is grabbing boards, Nurkic is really bad at grabbing boards. And number three, uh, Slim Reaper with two M says, get Nurkic off this team, man. How it... How is bro so bad? He can't rebound, can't post up, and he sucks in the pick and roll and post defense. Which one's the fake? Who goes first? This is tough. I, I think I know it. Okay, what is that? What are you guessing? I think the third is fake. You think the third okay. is fake? I think the first two are real and the last one is fake. Lindsay? Can I see them one more time? I'm going to just roll through them real quick. One more time here. Because... Oh, this is a tough one. Get Nurk off this team, man. How is bro so bad? No, that's, the, that's the last one. Yeah, that's yeah. the third okay. one. For a guy whose sole purpose is grabbing boards, Nurk is really bad at grabbing boards, okay? Dominating was so much better than Nurk, dude, is. We'll be complaining about this all season. I'm going with the second one. That's fake. Fine, I'll go first. <laughs> Why not? First, let's, let's Smith, you are the winner of <laughs> two, <laughs> two takes and a fake. Let's go. 
The Hat Sons Nerd 34 was the fake that I wrote, poor grammar included, <laughs> to like, try to throw you part. off. That's for sure. Uh, as well. So, yeah. Uh, there was some nerd. So hold on, on you created a fake account to do no, this? No, we Photoshop. Yeah, that, oh. Photoshop. that's so much like that's Gerald. Like Gerald. <laughs> that's so much like Gerald. No, uh, we. So we. That's uh, a way uh, throwback. Photo, Photoshop. Photoshop the fake. So yeah, okay. there was some nerd hate out there yeah. uh, on X or whatever the hell we're calling it today. Yeah. So. And you know, I get it, but I also don't get it. Because I understand that if you were a DA person, right, if DA was your guy, I understand feeling some type of way about the person who comes in and replaces him. Um, but I don't think that it's fair. I think you need to give Nurk the benefit of the doubt. And I also think you need to realize, like, it's preseason. If you are getting that up in our, like, up, worked up about preseason basketball. Gerald said, bless you, you Flex. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I love that. I love that Flex just assumed I have burner accounts to say stupid <laughs> no, shit. No, I'm saying Have that. you read my account? I say stupid shit without a burner account. Because I'm looking at the stuff and I'm like, okay, so the fake one, how did how did you pull that off? But okay. Emma is a gotcha. Photoshop wizard. That's okay. how we pulled it off. That's facts. Oh my goodness gracious. Hey, you know, back to what you were saying about nerd. I, I, yeah, people got to really calm down, man. And, and you know what bothers me is that we talked about this on a previous show. We're Suns fans. Mm -hmm. Like, we root for the team. Um, DeAndre didn't want to be here. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's clear. I mean, that's no longer a, did he request a trade? Yes. He, he called his agent. He told his agent to call the Phoenix Suns and tell them. And that's another thing I'm going to be clear about today. I haven't really spoken on this, but I got confirmation on this. He called his agent, said, call the Phoenix Suns and tell them, I prefer to be traded. I don't want to be in Phoenix. Okay. Which was what something a lot of people were speculating about based off yep. of what DA himself said mm -hmm. right. during media day right. with the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. So I'm, I, after I heard that, I, I got some, made some calls, made, got some confirmation. And yes, he wanted out of Phoenix. So, I mean, are we going to play this game all year and defend a guy that didn't want to be here? I mean, yeah, it'll probably at least be for the next six months. We'll probably Damn. go back and forth. It's going to be a trending conversation. I mean, didn't want to be yeah. here, guys. Like, the, I'm all, sorry. No, bro. it's okay. All over social media, podcast videos, DeAndre Ayton's name will still got, mm -hmm. get brought up, and it's going to be bumping heads. Take my man's name out. <laughs> I don't need to hear D. No, he's an ex. I don't need Like, the way I handled all my exes... Uh, I'm done once it's done, right? I don't need to... No, done, all right? You're gone. Yeah. Here's the thing. How many times on this program, especially over the last couple of weeks, have we talked about NBA side pieces? If you want to continue rooting for DeAndre Ayton, absolutely you should continue yep. rooting for DeAndre Ayton as your NBA side piece. The same way that some of us still root for Mikel and Cam. Yeah. Like, you are more than allowed to do that. Regardless of what Saul tells you, you're allowed to do that if you yeah. want to. Okay, yeah. but And I do that. But you're you're a Suns fan, so you have to understand that, like, DA is no longer on this team in the same way that I have to understand that McCall and Cam are no longer on this team. That doesn't mean that I hate them yeah. and I wish them ill will. It just means that I, this is the team that I have. These are the players that are on the team, and I'm going to have to figure out how to be a fan of that. And as my side piece... We'll watch Trailblazers games or Nets games or whatever game. That's just how it works. Yeah, let me ask, though. Isn't isn't side pieces very much like Fight Club? 
first rule of both is you don't talk about them. I mean, I don't want to hear you talk about DA. All right, <laughs> you're not wrong, but I make you talk about Cameron McCall occasionally on this program, so I'll probably make you talk about DA occasionally on this as well. You see, but I, I you see, I like Cameron McCall. Your argument is okay. You, the way you feel right. is okay. Because Cam and McKay didn't, want, didn't want out. Yeah. They they love Phoenix. They still come here. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to be here. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. I just can't get behind a guy like Joe Johnson. When Joe Johnson did that, people will go back and say that's the worst thing Sarver did, letting him go to Atlanta. He should have matched it. But I will say this. For everything that Robert Sarver did terrible for this organization— and I, I don't agree. I, I wish he would have kept Joe Johnson. Probably won a championship. But I will say this. I remember it vividly. Robert Sarver saying, I called Joe Johnson at midnight and asked him, I am going to match this offer. Are you okay with that? And okay. Joe Johnson said, no, do not match. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be a decoy for Steve Nash. Okay, well, if we don't have two sources on that, I don't trust the guy that said it, first off. Okay. And second off, we do not defend the, the disgraced future or the disgraced former owner no. on this program. I'm right. not defending him. No, no, no. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is is the premise of a guy not wanting to be on the organization. Yes. I'm always down with that. If you don't want to be here, get the hell out because I'm a Suns fan. <laughs> Listen, I love Devin Booker. Man, y'all got me going today, man. <laughs> Listen, I love Devin Booker, okay? But let me say this. If Devin Booker ended up leaving Phoenix, nobody get no ideas. He's not going anywhere. Book's going to have a statue. He's going to be at 20 years. So okay? Twitter's going to go crazy. But if know? Devin left, I've had people ask me this. Yo, if Devin leaves, man, are you are you rooting for Devin or the Suns? I'm like, man, the hell with Devin. I'm a Suns fan. I root for Devin to do well, but yeah. I'm not rooting for Devin. Or, this ain't. Yeah. I, I, I'm a Suns fan before anything. Yeah, so. but this is old man, and this is an effect. I, I feel the same way. We're old man on our lawn. This is this is a new age of fans in a lot of way yep. where it's player first, team second, which drives me insane. But I, I, I get it. But yeah, and you're wrong about the the Joe Johnson thing. I'm just. Am I gonna talk to me? So. Is, well, that hey, didn't happen? Hey, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying, just, I'm I'm not just saying, saying that about, didn't happen. But my point is, if you insult me by lowballing me, that's on you. And yeah. if you don't come back from that, that's on you. Because you lowball me, and then you wait for somebody else to say that they value me before you're actually going to do anything about it. Screw you. So hold on. And get the hell out of out of here. No, so not that's you, the man. no, no, no. That's Damn that's though, the. Yo, I'm like, sorry. That's <laughs> that's the money portion of it. I get that. That's the money portion. But the actual on the basketball thing, Joe Johnson didn't want to be a decoy anymore. Yeah. Well, if you ask me which of those two I would have rather had for another ten years, I'm signing with Joe, Joe Johnson. Of course. I mean, yeah. he, he made six All Star teams after yeah. that. Yep. No, I Listen, if we keep Joe, we probably got a championship. But I'm just saying. Joe didn't want to be here. If he he didn't want to be here, so I'm always I, I guess that's the bad part of me, man. <laughs> I'm a Suns guy. Like no, if I'm, you don't yeah. want to put that damn jersey on and rock in the court in the yeah. arena with the guy with the fans that you know bleed purple and orange, 
Get the hell out, man. I got no sympathy for somebody that doesn't want to be here. Oh, uh, 99% of the time, I agree with you. You just yeah. gave me the Sophie's choice of having to sound like <laughs> I'm sympathetic to that uh, man who drove this franchise into the ditch or Joe Johnson. I just couldn't do it. I got you. Specifically, <laughs> like I look at it like we all cover the team. So like, I don't know if I would go as far as the Devin Booker thing, but like with DeAndre Ayton, like I'm not going to pay attention to what he's doing every night. Even with Mikhail and Cam, I'm like, they're on another team. I'm going to focus on the guys we got yeah but the Devin Booker thing that would be tough I think all three of you and Saul are wrong okay all three of you and Saul are wrong who's tell us <laughs> I can be a fan however I want to be a fan you're not allowed to judge me for it I got you. sons might be number one but if I want to have two three four or five side pieces well then I will Lindsay let me I get hey, it. Let's cut that. <laughs> B, uh, <laughs> B, I'm just going to say it. I can judge you however I want. You are entitled to your wrong opinion, Espo. Says, says the woman that just gave us the most wrong opinion we've had. That's fine. It's Man, okay. You guys if you don't want to, If you don't want to be a son, get the hell out. No, I agree from a, from a team, like, player perspective. A fan of the team from a player perspective. Hold on, I'm struggling here. Go ahead, get it. As a fan of the team, and if the player doesn't want to be on my team, then I don't really want you to be on the team either. Not just because I don't like you necessarily, but because it's going to be bad for everyone involved. Yeah. Inevitably, it's going to create chaos in the locker room. There's going to be tension. It's going to become an issue that now affects me and my fandom, yep. and I don't want to be a part of that. Think of it like when, so you have, when you have a certain job and there's that one toxic employee or whatever, and you just know they want to quit, and it does interrupt the chemistry <laughs> of the – yeah. uh, You know what, <laughs> you know what also <laughs> causes issues in a workplace? Five side pieces. You know what also causes <laughs> issues in a workplace? <laughs> Gerald in the chat just throwing shade at me right now. Lin-Lin. <laughs> More lessons. Gerald has called me Lin-Lin like 18 times since uh, – who, who dropped that one's sticking. One? Somebody said it. Did. Oh it was a super gosh, chat. It, it was. was a super chat, and he was, and you said Lindsay, who and he was, was like, it? "Nah, that's Lindsay. That's Lindsay." Oh God, I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna end up remembering in five minutes after. Somebody, whoever goodbye. sent it, say who sent it. I know y'all listening. I don't know if they're in here today. No. Nate said, "Imagine if Saul was on this episode." Oh, we would be going on for another thirty minutes <laughs> right? arguing about it. Um, Saul has talked about it though. Saul's on your your team here in Espo. Your guys is well. I guess all three of you. Um, you guys are on the same page as Saul. See, I'm sons first, but it's okay to have a few like yeah soft spots around the league, like people or teams that you have a little soft spot. For. One or two, but not five. Nah, just say, no, I'm <laughs> just, just simply say it with me, Lindsay. You're dead to me. That's all you have to you say. You are dead to me, Espo. When, when there's a break, welcome back. Did Hold we on. just start a feud? What do you mean start? Did We've we had just two years of a feud? Fuel on the fire to yes. the feud? We okay. doubled down on the Perfect. feud. I got to say ding, something. Ding. What? So when you did the bet MGM mm -hmm. and you said, do we like money? Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say yes, unless it's a billion dollars. <laughs> because then Lynn won't like me. <laughs> you Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> we did get a super chat from Shioban. Uh, thank you so much. Said, I love Mikhail and Cam, but sons for life. If you not, later. Thank so you. then you get it. You love Mikhail and Cam. You don't hate them. That's a whole, like, my whole argument I here. I don't hate them. I just don't pay attention to them. I don't follow every single game they play in, but if yeah. they come across my feed, I'm going to still follow them on social yep. media. Scroll right if by. If Mikel tweets something that's funny, I'm going to like it. <laughs> Who it doesn't mean that I'm watching <laughs> all 82 games. Yep. Scroll 
Y'all are yes. Espo, you're I, such a fucking liar. I'm you not. are. <laughs> you not. are. I root for Kellen Cam. I, I, I root for Kellen Cam. I don't wish them wrong. And I still root. I, I want DA to be okay. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, I just got, I don't, I don't feel sin- I'm glad DA's gone because there was a lot of drama. Yeah. You yep. need to have. Absolutely. Look, I wish them well as people. Yeah. Move on. Mm-hmm. All right. On to the next one. Well, with that, I think we will also move on. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Valley Voices. We really appreciated you taking some time to hang out with us and sharing your thoughts on the Suns. Real quick, tell the people where they can find you and all the things. Yeah. Uh, Twitter or X, whatever you guys want to call it. TikTok, YouTube. You know, I've been covering the Phoenix Suns for years now, just doing videos and that eventually, you know, went into live shows and YouTube shorts and I'm all over the place. YouTube is my number one uploading uh, platform, but I'm all over the place to search Suns Geek and you will find me. And real, like, seriously, you guys, this was a huge, like, I'm, again, I'm overwhelmed in the best way. I'm I'm at a loss for words. Thank you all for bringing me on here. And hopefully, uh, you know, sooner or later, we can do it again sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. It's been a blast. Um, And like I said, I know I used it as an ad transition, but you're officially in the inner circle because we argued on the show (laughs) while you were here, which means you are a part of the squad. That's for certain. Thank you all for joining us. If you are here on YouTube, hit that thumbs up on your way out. If you are listening wherever you listen to your podcast, rate, review and subscribe. And of course, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can also follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. You can follow Brandon at Suns Geek. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. I gotta ask this, Flex. Was your bony ass in this seat while I was gone? <laughs> oh, because my ass groove is all messed up. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs>